I'm Ashley Aiken. And I'm Chris Cerna. The wedding industry has unintentionally perpetuated a culture of chasing perfection at the cost of your relationships and mental peace. We know this because we've spent a combined 16 years photographing weddings. Together, we dive into the silent struggles of the modern engaged couple, like you. Our goal is to empower you to pop that perfection bubble, embark on the journey of self-awareness, forge your own wedding planning path, and and ultimately ultimately cultivate a healthy and thriving marriage. Chris, what's up? Hey, Ashley. Hi, listeners. How are you doing? I'm good. Good. This is like, we've been on a like recording spree. And so like last week we were talking, I feel like almost every day. And then we didn't, we didn't catch up this, like we didn't talk all weekend. And so how was your weekend? It was, I don't, I, if you figured anything out yet, I don't remember a lot of things. So I don't really remember what I did this weekend. I only remember what I did yesterday. But yesterday was a relatively good day. Yeah. Watched football. Chiefs are still in the playoffs. That's exciting stuff. Even without Mahomes at the moment. 99% of Kansas. Exactly. I was saying yesterday, I joked, I was like, you know, Missouri and Kansas like hate each other. There's like this constant rivalry. Right. But this is the one thing that we all agree on. Yeah. Like. Because they don't have a team. Yeah. Well, it's gotta be the technically, chief. I yeah. guess it's we don't have a team. Oh, I guess yeah, that's true because it is in like case Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, yeah. So they are always like, "Oh, the Chiefs are our team." Whenever they want to get all like uppity, and I'm like, "Okay, super hold on. pretentious." Hold on, we're all in the same. We, Kansas City is split, even if right. it's bigger on the Missouri side. It's it like a still t- split. I did not realize that. Like, it's a tiny piece that is actually it is. Kansas. But like Overland Park. Yeah. For example, is in the Kansas. It's like side. the Burbs. A lot of people live in Overland Park. Yeah. Granted, that's pretty much all. It's like Olathe, Overland Park. Shawnee yeah. isn't Shawnee like in it? Yeah, Shawnee's right there. Yep. So like, there's like a substantial amount, but that's like that's it. It's so, the Burbs. Is like, that is what it constant, is? Constant, yeah, constant rivalry. But we all can agree that we want the Chiefs to stay in the playoffs. I don't know if all of our listeners are going to be able <laughs> to agree to that point, but. I'm excited. So, so you hung out, watched the Chiefs game. Hung out, watched the Chiefs game. I and thought then, I saw something on... Okay, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say my brother. We got our Christmas present from my brother late because he made it. And it is the coolest thing ever. What is he it? He made us a smart mirror. He made it? He made us a smart mirror. I'm staring like it's got staring a, at it. It's got like a TV in built into it he's got it's an old computer screen that he got in it so he was like i have this old computer i'm not going to do anything with it and i know that you can make smart mirrors with computers so he's like this is going to be a cheap freaking gift that i can make for my sister and her husband it ended up being like a few hundred dollars after all was said and done because it involves like a two-way mirror and that sucker for like i mean it's probably like a 16 by 20 size ish and that it was like he was like it was like $180 for this like 16 by 22 way mirror and I was like was that the cheapest he was like pretty much unless I wanted to do film it's a whole thing but it tells us the time it tells us the temperature it rolls through the news stories that is cool i thought you were going to be like yeah he made us a shelf and it's like no he like <laughs> a freaking smart mirror that's amazing mirror. i never would have guessed that how cool is that though that you can just see all that stuff oh my Gosh, what are you, freaking what are you doing, crazy Sterling? cool. 
so anyways, I wanted to share that with you because I just like he amazes me. I didn't know yeah, that, that was something I would that, have never seen that coming. No. And we picked it up yesterday. We went over there after the game and I was just like in awe of this thing. Do you so see crazy. Sterling showing off his toy? He's like, I do. <laughs> that looks like um, a Mario piece. Yeah. It's the little the I don't know what it is. It's the plant that comes like out the Venus flytrappy type on thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Very excited. So um, how was your weekend? Or you said you saw me do something? Well, yeah. I thought I saw you guys were going to have a date night, you and Justin. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. Totally relevant to this podcast. We did have a date night. We got that adventure box challenge. I know. I, yeah. I've been wanting to do it. How was it? It was good. Well, we did. We Justin had been drinking by the time because I was very busy on like Instagram stories that evening, like right. educating. And so he had been drinking a little bit and watching another playoff game and it was like I don't remember who was playing I think it was the Bills anyways the so we ended up getting an invent adventure box scratch off one that yeah. was only going to take one to two hours and done indoors where you didn't have to like leave your house a okay. lot of them you have to leave your house so we just picked this one and it ended up being something that was kind of not super thrilling, but it was like, get on the five love languages, take your tests, figure out your love languages, which we already knew. Yeah. We did it anyways, just because it told us to. Yeah. And so that was fun. I figured out I am 40% acts of service, which is no surprise. And Justin was 30% physical touch. And physical touch was like the lowest of low for me. Yeah. So nope. we do struggle there. That's that's <laughs> where it was. I mean, that's how it is for Lara and I. She's quality time and acts of services, and I am touch. And there's another one, but I actually think touch uh, is second. It's it's at the words one. of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Yep. Words of affirmation. I are, can't see that with you. Our first. I'm like, just tell me, tell me I did good. Tell me you love me. Tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> and then and then yeah, just hug me. Just all the time. I'm like. I'm like, can you scratch my back? Can you scratch my leg? Can you? That's Justin to me all the time. And I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> she hates it. She hates no. it so much. Like it's hurting my hands. I don't want to rub her, your back. Yeah. she's Her thing is she's like, I feel like your skin's getting under my nails. And I'm like, I'm not a snake. I'm not shedding. Like, <laughs> what, what do you think? it? But I'm like, so yeah. Snake. That's snake. I know we talked about potentially having a love languages episode one day. But that's, yeah. Was, so hopefully the next one will be. Something that yeah. you guys haven't done. Yeah. So the la the second part of it was using your love language, collaborate to create a date. So we had physical touch and acts of service. So the first one that came to mind, which really fits the bill is like give each other like full massage. body, like massages yeah. because you're doing an act of service for the other and yeah. it's physical touch for the other. That's where, that's and exactly so, where my mind went. Yeah. And I mean, who doesn't sense. love a massage and like. That's like a level of like connection. And so right. as much as I'm not looking forward to giving a massage, I know I will enjoy getting a massage. Heck yeah. But that's the point. Like that is the point. Like you're, it's not just, it's not just about you. So yep. we had, and we had to, we haven't done that yet, but it said so within the next five days do your collaborative date. So nice. Yeah. We have some friends who got that box. I know we definitely want to do it. So I, I'm excited. You'll have to update, update us when you get a winner. Yeah, one hundred percent. That was kind of a lame one, but it was kind of our fault because Justin didn't want to leave the house because he'd been drinking. And yeah, that's fine. Whatever. I get it. Yeah, and yeah, the playoffs so, game we're on. So yeah, you didn't want to miss that. Yeah, no, too important. So what about you? What did you do this weekend? I officiated a wedding on yes. Saturday. So I how did, did that, that go? I think it went really well. Um, I was nervous all day. Uh, yeah. Like I have, like I've mentioned before, like I've 
spoken in front of people before and it's just i'm not really normally nervous about that even with like presenting information or whatever like i kind of like being the center of attention but i was nervous about this one (laughs) because i they wanted it to be kind of religious but kind of not and so i was like okay and then i had like finished writing it like i didn't go get a template like i wrote something for them and then i was I wanted to send it to them and I was like, Hey, do you want me to send this to you so you can like look it over and see if it's okay? And she's like, no, we want to be surprised. And I was like, dang it. What if they don't like it? What if they don't like it? Yeah. So, um, and then they wanted it to be like 15 minutes. So I hit it spot on. I think I may have even like done like 13 minutes or something like that. And I said a lot for a short amount of time and it's super easy because you just like, no one expects an efficient to memorize the whole thing. So you just have to be, you just have to use voice inflection and stuff like that. And you're reading and try to look up and make eye contact. But I think I did really well. Um, I actually, there were a couple people that had reached out and they're like, Oh, we saw the live. We didn't know you did officiating. We want to hire you to officiate our wedding. And I'm like, Oh, that could potentially be a weekend. I don't shoot a wedding <laughs> and I right, don't that want could be to a do free that. Saturday. Yeah. So yeah. It'd be nice if it was like Fridays or something. I know. I'm like, you dude, I'll do Friday Fridays, officiant? Friday officiants, Sunday officiants. I'll do it because count me it, in. Yeah, it was great. So we did that. Um, that went well. And then yesterday, what was yesterday? Sunday. Sunday. Um, oh, was it? No. Oh, I, I, here's the other thing I was going to say on Saturday night or maybe it was Friday night. We ended up binge watching. I totally just forgot what it was called. A show that is trash TV that I wanted to tell you about. Oh, okay. I found it. It's called Bling Empire. What? Bling Empire. Let me... Yeah. It's basically following a group of... Um, how do I want to phrase this? A group of like millionaires in, in LA that are Asian or of like Oriental descent. And it's just it's just following them. It, they're a group of like I guess the whole thing is like there's only a small like group of people who are Asian and millionaires in L.A. So it just shows them like hanging out, going to their like super fancy parties and house parties that they throw. But there's like some friendships and connections and drama that happens. It's totally trash TV. But we binged it in like a night. What? Yeah, it was crazy. So I think we started at like eight o'clock and didn't finish until like two or, or three or something like that. Okay, what got you so fascinated and to binge? Well, I just I just saw it. It was new. It was new, and then we watched the first episode, and we're like, "Oh my god, this is totally ridiculous." Do you want to watch another? Yeah, okay. And then they hooked us with the storylines, like the the things that the people go through. Oh my goodness! Yeah, but it's wild. It's just I don't so know if wild. I'm impressed or disappointed. <laughs> I mean, probably a little bit of both, but I think you should you should check it out because okay. it it's like on the front end of it. Not very many people are talking about it yet, but it's going to be one of those that it's like, damn, this was really good. Seriously, yeah. uh huh. And it ends well, like it ends with with a cliffhanger to where you're like, oh my god, I need another season. I need to know what happens between. There's like relationship stuff and and stuff is that it goes kind on of with like- it. It just sounds very like Beverly Hills, not Beverly Hills, not Beverly Hills. That's not what I want. Um, I mean, have you ever watched like um, Housewives? That's what it reminds me. I've never like, watched that, but have you ever watched like it's like Sun Sunset Selling Real Estate? Sunset? Yeah, it's kind My of like does. it's kind of like that, but not in the sense that there's a storyline that goes there. Like they're real estate agents, and it's not all about real estate, but it kind of is. There's other things that are happening too, like relationships. You have the 
you know, the wedding that happened and there was like a big divorce that happened in that one. So there's all like this real life stuff mixed into it, except these people are just millionaires and they just spend money and throw lavish parties and, and do fun things. And like, yeah, it's wild. I think you dig it. I, I don't, I I don't actually doubt that. I probably really probably would. I watched with speaking of trash TV a couple of weeks ago, Justin and I watched, are you the one? Oh my gosh. Do you know what I'm talking Remind about? Remind me of that. What was that one about? Are You the One? It recently lo- was released on Netflix and it's a game show where they like bring on like 10. Yeah, Do they I have think to it's step like inside the box and find like their match and the lights like come up to reveal yes. their match. Yeah, we watched that one too. Yes. So that first season, the reason that I knew about this was, be- was it the first season? No, the second season. The, we didn't watch the first season. We watched the second season because first season girl... was way better than the second season. Second season sucked. No way. Yeah, first season is okay. really, really, really good. So you watched both seasons. Yes, and the reason is because I know why you're gonna say. Oh, you do. Yeah. Okay, so the second season, a girl from Derby. I don't want to say she's from Derby. Yeah, Lair went to high school with her. They were they yeah. were in the same class. Yeah. Yeah. So she's really good friends with Brittany. So that's how I know who she is and she did she did not get get that much screen time it was disappointing I feel like I remember because I've been connected with Shelby on social media for a while and I want to say I remember her saying at some point maybe when it released that she didn't get a lot of airtime and she thinks that in part it was because she kind of like didn't want to be involved in the drama and like kind of stayed yeah, you gotta like be you safe. gotta be in the drama to really get the airtime, or you gotta be hooking yeah. up with someone, or you gotta be crazy drunk all the time, or you yes, know. yes, yeah. yes. And you're right; she didn't get a lot of airtime, and then she matched with that guy, and that guy totally just continuously was with that someone girl else. that was yeah, and so it was like really okay. unfortunate. If you guys enjoyed the second season, you have to go back and watch the first we, season. We really did. Justin was like, this is going to be so stupid. And then he goes, okay, this was actually a really cool con- – like, because they yeah. have to work together. And in order to make the money, they have to, like, strategize. In the first season, I'll tell you this, right off the bat, literally in the first 10 minutes, this there's a guy that's like, I'm in love with this person right off the gate. So it causes a lot of tension because everyone's, like, freaking out. And they're like – she might not you even can't be your be yet. yeah and, the, and so everyone's because they're like you got to play the game it's like the, either you walk away with like either we, we all what did they say it's something like we all win or we all lose and you're jeopardizing everything by falling for someone so quickly yeah so it's super interesting concept it really is i i'm I, i'm surprised i mean it was on mtv so i'm not super surprised that it didn't go on for more seasons or get more air like but the yeah. concept is Real like the working together aspect of it, like it's that all was or nothing. That the interesting piece. Yeah. yeah, but anyways, that was a tangent to your bling empire. I will, I will give it a shot. Give it I, a shot. I need some give it, give it two episodes today. though. Give it two episodes. All right, all right. I'll it do it was today. like the second one. We were like, damn, we're kind of hooked on this. Yeah, love that. So I'm into it. I'll do it while I edit today. Good, go for it. You got to let me know how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of editing. Speaking of editing. Very nice. Well done. Speaking of editing. What are we talking about today? Are gonna talk about photographers and really what it is that you need to look for when getting a photographer, when hiring a photographer. These questions to ask yourself that's gonna like make you happier on your wedding day. All the things. Yeah. Hold on one second. Children. 
he's playing Fortnite and he's like yelling at his teammates. Oh, I heard the hype. Yeah, he is. He is here for it. So, um, yeah, basically, I mean, we know that everyone knows to look like for editing. That's kind of like the go to thing. It's obviously kind of what's right in front of people's faces when they're looking at photographers. They're looking at a website or they're looking at an Instagram feed or something like that. And so, of course, editing is going to be one of the first things that people look at, which is important to consider. It's very important. It's how your photos are going to look. But there's also a lot of things that go into um, hiring a wedding photographer that we kind of feel like are overlooked. I mean, we've heard some horror stories about people booking photographers, and we don't want you to have similar experiences when it comes to that. Right. And if you ask yourself these questions that we're going to go through, and we will have in the show notes, so you can... Chris's son is still going hype for <laughs> I may have thrown, right now. I may have thrown something at him. It was something <laughs> soft. It was not something. Uh, anyways. So we don't want you to go through these things. We have questions for you. You're going to be able to download them at the end of the episode. And yeah, just things to look out for. One of the things that a horror story, I guess, that I hear. And we, you know, people talk. Bridesmaids talk. Groomsmen talk. Like you hear things. Like you go shoot a wedding and you're like, oh, you're way better than my sister-in-law's photographer, my sister-in-law, like these things that happen. But something that comes to mind that I see with like newer photographers is they are really looking to enhance their portfolio, understandably, because they want to book more business. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense that that's something they're concerned with. But there was this one bride who she wanted to get into her reception. She wanted to get into her party. She was done taking photos. She was done. She was yeah. done. And apparently the second shooter that was there knew she was done. Second shooter was like, let's go. Well, main shooter is like, okay, but like five more minutes. Well, this five more minutes ended up going into 20 to 30 more minutes. Oh, no. And you've got to, not that you guys are photographers. Some of you that are listening, maybe because you're our friends, but. And you like us. Yeah. But you've got to know, like read the room don't this is somebody's day this is not a styled shoot this is completely for somebody else so that was just like a really unfortunate thing that this couple wanted to get to pictures and their photographer wanted pictures for themselves and and then like it's not about it's not about you mr photographer and even and let's say that it it wasn't even a guy i said mr but it wasn't a guy (laughs) And let's say, and sometimes maybe it's not they're trying to build a portfolio or maybe they just don't feel confident in what they've captured. Still, like if you're someone who's, you know, doing wedding photos, you should be able to capture what you need to capture and not have to spend, you know, way more time even past when your couples are like ready to be done. So, I mean, that that also falls into the experience department. And a lot of this stuff, stuff has to do with hiring inexperienced photographers, Um, A lot of it does. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, the thing that comes to mind that I've heard time and time again is that's one of them. Like they didn't know um, when to stop. And another one was that they just weren't nice, like at all. They were rude. They came in. They didn't introduce themselves to anyone. They didn't say hi. They didn't acknowledge the bridal party. And then there's like no rapport that's built. Even just by simply saying hi, like you don't need to have this in-depth conversation with everybody i know some people do but even acknowledging them and introducing yourself and who you are like just going right in immediately being bossy stepping into the room and changing all of that stuff have you really heard that yes 
Oh, that breaks my heart. Yeah. That isn't something I normally hear, but that like, that's, that's I've heard that multiple times, multiple times. Like that's probably the most common thing that I hear. Um, I normally hear people are boring. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, this was fun. My last time I did this, it was stiff and boring. Yeah. The one it's, it's literally that one is like, man, you're really nice and like understanding all the other, like all the you other photographers. You are really nice, Chris. I am. <laughs> but these other, they're like, they were like straight up rude, like, oh. and not kind. So and that's not something as a couple you want to walk away with. Something that I think a lot of people may not realize is how big of a role your photographer is going to play. You may just be thinking about the fact that, okay, I need, I need to hire a photographer that I like their images because I want to like my images too. But something that you may not think about is they're with you all day yes. long, which can be a really great thing. Or a terrible or thing. a huge bummer, yeah. A nightmare for you. And that's really why we want to go beyond just looking at their editing style because you are with them. They are out of all your vendors from the time you are getting ready to the time that you know, you're know you saying goodbye to them for the evening. like. Most times on average, eight hours. I feel like eight hours is probably the average time for a wedding yep. package. And so that's a full work day. That's a long day. And if they do something that you don't like or there's a quirk in their personality that you don't like, you're stuck with them. All day. And so is your wedding party. That's something I think that is also not considered. You want your wedding party to get along with your photographer because they are going to impact your mood. And if they aren't happy, your wedding party isn't happy, that's going to affect you. So what we're going to really look at is six things, six questions to ask yourself when looking for this wedding photographer. This is going to help you avoid stress, but also it is going to impact the way that you feel when you see your pictures in the end. Because if your wedding photographer made you feel uncomfortable or your wedding party uncomfortable or your family uncomfortable, you're going to end up isn't it? And it's something you don't think about. And so if any but these people have a negative experience, you're going to feel that when you look at your photos. So it's more than just about the way that they make you feel. There are other points that we're going to cover today, but that really is a big one that I think is missed. And we're going to go a little bit deeper into soon. Yeah. I know another really common thing that I see with, you know, younger inexperienced photographers is that, you know, they're just starting out. And because of that, they might not have all of the equipment that they need, or they may not know how to tackle certain issues. And and what I'm thinking, what comes to mind is lighting. You know, they don't even have the right, I guess, knowledge of how to light things. Um, And so that's... Even with sunlight. Yeah, even with natural light. This isn't just with like flashes. This is how to light your subject with natural light. How do you light your subject inside, indoors, utilizing natural light? Yes. There's a lot of factors and I'm, we don't want to go. Yeah, we're not going to get super technical. We're not going to educate you Yeah, we're not going to get technical with that, but it's like that is a big deal. You can take an inexperienced photographer and an experienced photographer and put them in the same room and say, okay, take a picture of this bride. Chances are, you know, the experienced photographer is going to know how to use the lighting that is available to them. The inexperienced photographer might, may know how to, or may not know how to. And exactly. you, you really have to do your research when it comes to that. But these are all things that I don't, I think people don't necessarily think about. They just look at, at what they see. Um, and maybe it's just, you know, a very polished feed and, uh, and not everything else, you know, 
yeah. all of the other types of photos throughout the day. Yeah. And we know too, when we keep saying experienced versus inexperienced, that maybe your budget isn't as big as you need it to be to get somebody that's super experienced. So, you know, I need to take a chance on somebody. And if that's the case, you know that you're going to be able to work with it, but there are still things about this inexperienced photographer that maybe can check all of the other boxes. Yes, 100%. And that's a really good point. And so uh, uh, the tips that we're going to give you today, like if you are, you have a budget and here's the thing that we try to say about budget, like no budget shaming here at all, at all. People have Not what they have and you can make your budget work. Um, and so we really think that this list and these questions that we're going to be asking you will help you make the best decisions that you can for the budget that you have. Yep. Yep. So I think that this is a really great place to start. Let's jump in. Let's talk about priorities. This is my favorite thing to actually talk about because I think it's something that gets swept under the rug or maybe you don't consider it and you are making your wedding budget, let's say, and you're like, okay, this internet website says that I need to allocate this percent of my budget to this, this percent of my budget to this. And so you follow these guidelines that this checklist online might give you. Yes. But what that checklist isn't taking into consideration is what your priorities actually are. So maybe this checklist says you need to spend 20% of your budget on florals. Because let's be honest, florals are really expensive. They are. But you don't give a shit about wedding florals maybe. Maybe. Yeah, your you your fiance gave you flowers for Valentine's Day, and you're like, "Don't ever freaking buy me flowers again." I hate flowers. I hate flowers. Oh, we're just gonna <laughs> do like, some fake flowers. Let's let's spend more money on lights than flowers. Maybe that's right. how you feel. Yes. So what we're gonna do here, and our number one thing to ask yourself, is what are your top three wedding priorities? Line those all out. Is it your most important thing to you? Is photography? Maybe you are listening to a photographer episode <laughs> maybe it's your venue maybe yeah. that's your number where two where you have your where reception you exactly and you want a reception or a, a venue that can hold your ceremony and reception that's really important to you mm -hmm. so that sucker is at number two and then maybe your third priority maybe it's videographer maybe it's the food because you guys or, are huge foodies or open bar maybe that's open a big bar. priority yeah, yep. it, it can so, be whatever you want. But this is, I guess what Ashley's getting at too, is that these other websites aren't going to take into consideration what you want and what you prioritize. Yes, exactly. And so ask yourself when looking for a photographer, where does photography fall on your priorities list? And this goes back to our very first episode, right, Chris? Our wedding, wedding why. why. Is that your first episode? That was our first episode, mm -hmm. right? The wedding why. So with your wedding why you can figure out what is it which we can we'll get into this in a second but what's important to you why are you celebrating your wedding and that can help dictate your wedding priorities yeah. so i i do think photographer is up there for a for top three for many people but you might not be someone like for instance this may be a a second marriage or not your first marriage that you're you know and so wedding photos you did the whole thing you went through that whole process before and so wedding photos are important to you but maybe they're you know like the sixth most important thing to you and so you are like eh, as long as we get family photos that's all i really care about then that's okay. You can adjust your budget accordingly. This isn't a, you have to go all in and spend 20% of your budget on a photographer. It's about what you want. And so maybe it's not top three for you and that's okay. 
Exactly. So for the first thing, let's just line out what those priorities are and really pay attention to those top three. And then since we're talking about photography, really know where's photography fall in my line of priorities. Yeah. Yep. Which then Chris just touched on number two, your budget. Photography, just for a note, is generally 10 to 20% of your wedding photography budget as a whole. So what percentage it is. And just because it's an average doesn't mean it has to be your number. For sure. But know what will your budget be. There are going to be things that go into what makes a photographer more expensive. Their experience is a really big one. So they might require 20% of your budget in exchange for their experience. Communication and emotional skills, those are something else that you get with experience. Yeah. I mean, in this, these are the type of things like even being able to pick up social cues, like photographers knowing like, okay, I can tell my bride has had enough. She does not want to do more. I really, really want to try this pose, but you know what? This day's not about me. It's about her. So we're just going to move on and I'm going to do whatever I can to make them, this couple happy. Also, the other thing that kind of comes to mind is, um, like the experience that people provide. So some photographers go all out with providing a luxury experience. And maybe you're somebody that's been following a photographer that does that. You are going to spend, I mean, you might be looking at the $5,000 to $10,000 range for a other thing. And so now you're looking at like, you've been a photographer of fill in the blank photographer. You've dreamed of this experience since you've been following uh, him or her for four or five years and mm-hmm. you go, you know what? We're going to spend 35% of our budget to make this happen. That's mm-hmm. okay if that's what you want, but understand that's what you're paying for too. Exactly. But you're right. There's their dream. You have a dream photographer. And if yeah. photography is your going back to question one, if photography is your number one priority, let's look at, okay, because of that, here's my wedding. Why my wedding? Why is I really want to enjoy my day with my family and friends. Therefore, I want a photographer to capture all of that. Therefore, I don't care about my invitations. So Mm, let's lower the percentage of my budget that I'm allocating to my invitations. That way I can take that percentage I took away from the invitations and I can add it to my photographer budget. That's good. I really like that. And a lot of people, it's so easy to, I mean, and this is just like real life budgeting, you know, when it comes to, to bills and stuff like that. Maybe your family's like, you know what? We're spending a lot of money on this Culligan and service and this food, you know, HelloFresh subscription. We can cut these things off. And if we save this money, then at the end of the year, we can take a vacation and do this, this, and that. I mean, it's the same thing. You're sacrificing something so that you can ultimately get something better that you want and that you care about more. Okay. I have a question. Yeah. It has nothing to do with this. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever had a Culligan man? No, but I love Culligan water. So we live in the country. The reason I ask is we live in the country. We are really talking about getting a Culligan man yeah. because we have well water. It's awful. Some people people said you were going to love being on a well. I don't know what well they're talking about, but it is not mine. <laughs> Lara it is loves so her bad. well. Oh, this one is like, it tastes like salt, like pure Ugh. salt. So I only use my ice. We don't use our water for anything else. Even the fridge filtered water still tastes like salt. Oh, like it God. is so bad. I have a pool. So we also tested our drinking water with like our yeah. pool chemical thing just to figure it out. And it is super alkaline. I don't know what the heck that means. But I had to like use so many drops in my pool stuff to just try to like level Neutralize out. Neutralize it. 
whatever. Whoa. So awful. So we don't, we just drink water bottles. And before we moved here, I refused to use plastic. I'm very like conscious of that. Yeah. And so it kills me to go through all these packs of water bottles. Like literally it kills me. So I'm like, I'm to call you, man. But I don't even know what to expect. I'm kind of weird about making phone calls and being like, hey. I've heard great things about really yeah yeah i actually considered looking into being a cullion guy just because i thought it would be really cool to deliver Dream. water Dream i just well, i worked for fedex and i enjoyed working for fedex and getting to know oh yeah people and stuff like that i was like oh yeah i could be someone's culligan guy could be yeah me. well i did used to work at some work, work somewhere like a lot of offices have culligan men and i like how i'm saying men there's probably culligan women as well yeah don't discriminate around here but culligan men culla women culla yeah. So anyways, and I did love our Colgan man, but I was just very curious if you've had one. I'm like, I don't even know what to expect price wise. So yeah. like if anybody knows anything about Colgan men, women, Colganers, let me know. Send me a message on Instagram at the bridal breakdown and tell me about your <laughs> Colgan situation. Anyways, I love that. I hope it. someone messages you about that. And I genuinely hope so too. I, I mean, I've heard nothing but good experiences. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'll do. I'm just, I, you know, the places that are like, call for a quote. I'm like, I don't want to call you so you can give me a sales pitch. And what if I don't want to do it? Yeah. That's what, make, that's what they're Justin do it then. Oh, I could. He's really good at that stuff. He'd just be direct and be like, Hey, listen, I don't, I don't want that. I just want to know. Interested. Yeah. I just want to know the price. Yeah. That's like with telemarketers. I'll just block them immediately when they call. I like yeah. literally don't answer. I just block it. And he's like, answer and tell them to stop calling. I have I'm to like, tell no, you one more funny side story. Okay. okay, okay and then okay. we're going to go on. Do you remember when, uh, so election stuff was going on and they were sending uh, like text messages like, hey, we're so, so, so many. I'm on another podcast as well. And so my other co-host would send them and be like, hey, yeah, thanks for, thanks for reaching out. Hey, well, I have your attention. You should go listen to our pod. And like he had this whole text that he would send back promoting the podcast and they would never say anything back. Oh, that is genius. Isn't that awesome? I thought that was so funny. That is so smart. You could like send you like, oh yeah, I'll vote for so-and-so. Will you go follow me on Instagram? Please help yeah. me. Can you help me grow my reach and my engagement, please? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Anyways. Okay. So what were we on? Budget. Budget. We were kind of ending, we were kind of ending our budget ending point. Budget. However, okay. with budget, it's generally, so you know what to expect if you're just starting this um, wedding industry thing. I get Chris and I are both photographers, if you guys don't know that. Yes. So we are very well versed in the photography, what to look for, what to expect. But we both, I know I get a lot in my like budget portion of my inquiry form. And the reason that we have that is because I want to make sure that I'm not going to waste their time. They're not going to waste my time. We can agree right. mutually that like at least we're in like the realm of budget. Right. So also we don't ask just if you get that question. And you're like, why does everybody want to know my budget? It's solely so that we don't waste our time. And we also don't want to waste your time. Right. So, yeah. I mean, at that point, we could have met and everything like that. And, and or even just had a phone call or been exchanging emails for weeks, yeah. you know, and then it's like, oh, yeah, you're out of our budget. Exactly. So it's and just that, that's why that question's there. If it does yeah. like frustrate you, because I know that's answering good. the same question good. over and over again can. But from Chris and I's experience, I get a ton of inquiries of people saying, honestly, I have no idea what my budget is. I don't know what to expect. So we're yeah. hoping also by telling you this, what to expect. 10 to 20% of your budget is a average way that people go. But we also have people that are, like Chris said, I'm going to give you 35% because it's the most important thing to me. 
generally it's going to be about 10 to 20. Also, if it's not important to you, it may be more like five. Right. For sure. 100%. But it's good to know. You got to know that. Yep. So the, let's say you find somebody, Chris, they, they've come across somebody they really like. Let's say they really like Chris Cerna. They, they, this Chris Cerna guy, he's great. I really like his his work. Yeah. Yeah, He seems like a really nice guy. I think. He likes beer and we like beer. Yeah. And you know, he, he, he falls in my 10 to 20% budget and photography is up there in my priorities. So next thing you're going to ask yourself about this Chris Cerna person, this photographer you like, you're going to say, okay, what do other people say about them? Full stop. (laughs) What do other people say about them? What do other people say about them? Yeah. You go ahead. I was just going to say, you want to know, are they respected in the wedding industry? What are their, what are other vendors saying about them? Do people leave them reviews on Google or on their Facebook page? Or do they have reviews on their website? Um, Because really, I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to go ask them like, hey, what are people saying about you? Like, exactly. You know, this one's kind of those ones you're going to kind of have to play detective on this one and try to figure out some things about them which everybody loves to play detective oh 100%. especially women you can't keep anything from us i'm like you, okay you what's said your that i didn't say that help i i i did say that as a woman i am saying we are so good at figuring things out oh you want your my ex blocked me oh that's okay i found his new girlfriend already and i went through a thousand other things and i figured out that oh they they're having kids like that's just like women right. man. <laughs> we are like just detectives we women on a mission so you're going to figure out this person's reputation. Be that detective. Be that stalker. You deserve it. You're about to throw money at them. What do their reviews say? What mm. does your wedding venue coordinator say about them? They've probably heard. They probably and, yeah, know. This is, and this is why that's important because, I mean, you, you know this. If you ever get a pay-for-service for anything, it could be a mechanic. It could be a someone that handles your taxes. It could be anyone... People will give an explanation as to who they are, and it's very easy to present yourself in one light and then reality not match what you are presenting. And so maybe Absolutely. maybe you're someone who, and some people have an off day, but then there are some people that, yeah, they are advertising themselves in a way that they aren't. And so maybe somebody, maybe somebody advertises that um, communication like is so important to them, but then you actually get in the process and you're not hearing back from them for weeks at a time and you're having to follow up multiple times. And maybe that's a pitfall that you could have avoided by asking like, Hey, what's this person like? And, or maybe you talk to a vendor and you're like, Hey, what's it like working with Chris Cerna? And they're like, Oh man, he, uh, you know, he takes really pretty pictures, but he is just not like, nice at all like we our team always says hi and he doesn't say anything back he just gives a slight smile he doesn't engage in conversation with other vendors blah 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 and he he's he's kind of standoffish that may not matter to you or it Mm -hmm. may really matter to you yeah exactly it's and that's something else to consider if you're I'm going to use venue coordinate because generally the first thing you're going to do is is pick your venue that way you have a date and you can book everybody else for this date but you ask this venue, you're like, hey, have you worked with this person? And they say, yeah, you know, they're kind of chatty. Like, I don't know. Maybe they say they're kind of chatty. Right. And you're like, ooh, I really want somebody that's really like, like, fo- like kind of focused, more fly on the wall. Yeah. I mean, I'm honestly really chatty. So that I'm not trying to like dog on people who are chatty. That's me. 
but yeah. maybe that's not something that you're into. And then I was going to make or another if it's, or if it's so Perfect. chatty that it was enough to for a coordinator to comment on, it's probably like not just your average chatty. It's probably like oh yeah, they had to go find him to he almost missed the first dance because he was talking to the bartender. But they were saying chatty to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, "Oh, they're chatty." And think about that like you're probably going to try to downplay something if somebody asked you hey, what do you think about so-and-so? And there was a negative thing that you wanted to let them know about. They're probably already uncomfortable telling you, but they feel it's important. And so they're probably downplaying it a little bit. Oh, that's a really, really good point. And Same so thing with, if, if it's worth noting, it's worth noting. Yes. If they are giving you any point at all, it's probably be, like more exaggerated than they're saying because they're going to be professional and be nice about it. I know that I, there's been times that people have asked me about vendors and I don't want to down or talk down about my peers. Right. So I might, instead of talking down about them, maybe suggest someone else. And that will yeah. be my way of not being an asshole, but also trying to guide you the correct way. You yeah. know, I, I, you know, I would probably tell people like, Hey, this has been my experience. Um, if you're concerned about it, you should ask them about this. And, and yeah. hopefully they wouldn't be like, Hey, Chris said, <laughs> you know, at that hopefully, point, hopefully fingers like, crossed, you know, Hey, my photographer um, said, Hey, you know, I asked around and just asked a couple people I want to find out more about you. And this is something that was brought up. And so I just, we like you and we vibe with you. And, but this is a concern that we have, you know? Oh, I absolutely love that. Especially because there are photographers that I know in our industry. And so I'm sure this is similar for all cities across the country mm-hmm. that let's say, Say somebody has a really bad time in their life. They're going through something. So that's something to keep in mind, although we were getting real deep here, but they might be going through something. They had a death in the family or like a very sick child for a period of time, or they were really overwhelmed and kind of 2020. I wouldn't really judge really many people based on what happened in 2020. That was a crazy year. all, All reviews previous to 2020 might be the way to go. But anyways, asking them, I like Chris's thought here if you kind of confront it they can say that that is correct I had a really rough t- rough time and here's why I had this really rough time I have worked to really improve this you know my life is a lot more stable now yeah. because what they're people they're people they're small business owners For they do sure. this by themselves life happens to us all and, I mean it's a, it's a win-win either way because they could react really immaturely really immaturely and then you're like oh definitely don't want to book them like oh good point so they may disqualify themselves in their answer. And we're not trying to catch anyone or put them in a pitfall or set them up. But if if real concerns are voiced, I always err on the side of, of try to go and talk to someone about it. And you can do that in a non-confrontational, um, non-rude way. However, although this is all correct, I feel something else we can like really point out on on this is all based on their reputation. Look at their Google reviews. Look at their Facebook reviews. Mm-hmm. And pay attention to the reviews that they put on their website because their website generally is going to be their highlights, which is a good thing because you're like, okay, these are the things they're really good at because people are mentioning these people are so organized or they made me feel so comfortable. So, you know, that's fact, you know, strengths. Exactly. Those happen on their website. Facebook. I feel like you normally see a little bit more of a highlight reel. You don't really see people bashing. Or unless you do see vendor reviews. Do you ever see those where people do vendor reviews like in the bridal? The Wichita Bridal. Yes, like in like Facebook that. groups. Yeah. I mean, you're going to see, and whenever you see a vendor review come up, 
you should probably read those. I always read, read them. Yeah, because generally they're probably giving the review because well, yeah, like, it's the hey, client. They're like, know something. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna sing your praises or they're going to say, hey, here's how it really went down with Chris Serna. Yeah, yeah, Chris Serna. at our wedding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I would also say though that you're going to probably get if there's going to be any negative reviews, which I most people I feel like that aren't leaving negative reviews. So also take negative reviews with a grain of salt. Gosh, I feel like there's so many gaps. Be a human and like navigate this situation like you would like, okay, I know I need to take this with a grain of salt and I need to take this with a grain of salt. A lot of negative reviews when I read them, I'm personally like, okay, why are they so like, they're mad. Like right. everybody else is saying something really good. They're saying something really bad. Maybe there's something to this. However, yep. there's a couple of venues that I know of that have awful, consistent, awful, consistent, awful reviews yes. on Google. Yep. And like, if you see consistency in those reviews, that's yeah. something to pay attention if to. If you hear that uh, there is a venue that is well known for adding on charges upon charges upon charges for little things that nickel and diamond nickel you? and diming, it's like, yeah, that's probably something to be aware of. Very so, aware the, of. The, the key to this one is is for you to do some investigative work and to to try to figure out what you hear. Hopefully you won't have to go very far. Hopefully you'll ask your coordinator or your wedding venue and they'll be like, oh my gosh, we love working with so-and-so. They're great. They're yeah. fantastic. They're and awesome. And I feel like with us really, we went on this about for about 10 minutes, but I think the thing to remember is that people are inherently good. So generally yes. speaking, you're going to probably get really good feedback from your people. And if you're talking to another vendor, they're going to give you good, honest feedback. This is what they're really good at. You will love them. Yes. So generally people are good, but reading those reviews, that way you can figure out, it's not to figure out that they're a con artist. That's generally not right. true. It's yeah. like, Ooh, they're good at communication. And I really value communication. Yes. Ooh, they're good at making people feel comfortable. People keep saying that about them. I really want somebody who makes me feel comfortable. Right. Next Ooh. thing. And this next one, honestly, out of all of these is one that I feel like a lot of people don't look into or they don't ask or they don't consider. And honestly, this could be one of the biggest pitfalls of you hiring a photographer that could lead to disappointment on your part with your photos. But I mean, the question is, have you seen a full gallery from the, cons the photographer that you're considering? I think this is so pivotal so important and you're right it's something that as a consumer you may not think to ask and don't feel like you're being annoying <laughs> to your photographer because that's something that Chris and I talked about is we're like what if some people don't want to send full photographer full galleries and I said to him I don't care I think that they still need to see them 100%. like I think it's that important so so where are people going most of the time like when they're looking for a photographer where Ooh, are they seeing point. their work at. Instagram, Facebook, it's social media. It's social media. And what have we said time and time again about social media that people it's post? The highlight reel. It's the highlight reel. Of course, people are going to post their best photos that they have because it's their way of showing out. It's like every photo is a good photo there. But let's be honest, a lot of times when people are showing their photos, it's, it's, uh, Usually they were able to set it up. They were able to set up the shot, whether that is with details or mm -hmm. with um, just individual photos with, with the bride and the groom, just the couple or for, um, let's see, uh, 
I'm blanking. Wow, I'm spacing well, right now. What just comes co- to my mind is like golden hour. Like golden I, hour. I've been yes. to some people's pages where the only photos that they're showcasing are golden hour photos because, I mean, to be honest, they are generally everybody's favorite because it's a beautiful time of day. It's the time right before sunset and it's so pretty. But if you notice all of them are sunset photos on that feed, be aware, look out. It's time to like ask them so you can see other things. What is it? What is, if they shoot my whole day from the morning in this really crappy hotel room with one window and then they're shooting my reception in this really dark brick room, I have no idea what that's gonna look like because all their Instagram is showing is golden hour. So right. you're going to request a full gallery or two. Or then what or does that do? Three. That sets your expectation up for wanting golden hour photos. Well, then what happens if your day is cloudy and there's overcast and there's no golden hour and you get your photos back and you didn't know, hey, here's what a day that's overcast looks like. Here's what a day that's so-and-so looks like. Like it could lead to disappointment. And we're not perfect. I mean, there may have been couples that we've had that haven't been satisfied with our photos, you know, Ashley, her business and me and my business at some points. And, Mm -hmm. but I know that I feel like both of us have tried to present, like, I know that we both provide full galleries Mm -hmm. and let people know, Hey, here's so that people have a better idea of what they're getting into and they're not caught off guard. And a lot of times what people have issues with, I think is, is things that made up might've been out of our control or things like that. Yeah, I agree. And I think something to keep in mind is a lot of photographers may not and I get this, may not show their full galleries or be inclined to do that right off the bat because you're not really super proud. I'll tell you, like, I'm not really super proud sometimes whenever it's a outdoor reception at night, for example. Like, outdoor receptions at night very rarely result in, like, my favorite images ever. However, it's still important that you know what to expect from me yeah. Not, and I'm not saying that they're bad either. It's just like, oh, um, it's like not my drive. It's not my favorite thing in the world. I'm not like the most proud of it. Yeah. But you need to know, okay, this is how Ashley photographs a outdoor evening reception. And then you if say, that's oh, what you're having. Yeah, exactly. This is how Chris photographs an outdoor evening reception. Am I satisfied with both of them? Am I satisfied with one more than the other? And you kind of like weigh it because not all day, the parts of your day are going to be perfect and like magazine worthy it's just because a day is very unpredictable and like things like weather happen lighting literally changes all day long all All day long day long and i think the point of you seeing their gallery is going like okay uh they do really great indoors these are outdoors these indoor photos are i if i if this was delivered to me i would not be happy with this This i love them i jive with them they're a sweet person but this is my wedding day and i really need a photographer who can capture these moments indoors. Um, yeah. You you don't want to, you just want to know what you're walking into. You don't want to yeah. be off guard. And you might not also care. Like you might be somebody that sees the indoor photos and what somebody else doesn't jive with, you might be like, this is perfectly fine for me because their oh, outdoor sure. stuff is amazing. It's totally to set your expectations so that you don't walk away with your gallery a couple of months after your wedding and think, wow, I really expected something different. Yeah. And so, and here's another thing that I'm going to tie back to price point though, is that, you know, for us, I feel like a lot of times photographers, we hold our standards really, really, really high because we've seen us operating at our best. And a lot of times it's because 
everything was just perfect that day. The lighting, the the getting ready room had had full windows all around. You know, it's like it's optimal, ideal circumstances that we wish we could have at every wedding, but we don't. And so we judge ourselves based off of what we've seen, like the things that help us thrive in those circumstances. Does that this make is sense so to you? True. We are so, so our harshest critics. So us sitting here saying yes. like me saying my, I, I am not, I'm not saying I hate them, but if I'm not proud of my evening reception photos, it's because we're comparing to ourselves. Yes. Yes. I'm comparing to a different day. It has nothing to do with that. I also might be comparing to somebody shooting an outdoor evening wedding in California where it's like, I don't know, you know, yeah, the there's like string different. lights in the palm trees and it's just, you know, it, exactly it's different. Yeah. So we're being a little harsh here, but I think we're, so our eyes are probably a little different and, but you, you get it. The you, main you thing that it. I want to protect you from is you go, Ooh, this photographer is $800. Oh my gosh. Their outdoor photos are amazing. Look, they look so good. And then you reach out to this photographer that's $800 and you find that their indoor photos and their reception photos are terrible. And that they like, and I'm not just, I don't just mean like the quality is a little low. I mean, it's like not good at all. And I agree. And so that's what we are trying to protect you from in that situation. I'm not saying that $800 photographers can't handle light. I know I could when I first started and I was at that price point, but I had worked hard to learn about how to handle that. But not everybody can. Yeah, I agree. It, 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 it's just good to do the research and know like, oh yeah, this is good. Like I, I'd be happy getting this on my wedding day. Yep. The point of this walking in to getting your gallery and knowing what to expect. We just want you to set your expectations where they need to be upfront. And when you're talking to a couple of photographers, you can kind of compare them and be like, they generally know how to do a 95% of the day really well, the way what I describe as really well, not yes. me, you as a listener. And I would be really happy getting this. So that way, it's not just they're only good at... That's what we're afraid of because yeah. Instagram's the highlight reel. We're really focused on Instagram, I think, here right now. Yes. Instagram's the highlight reel. Instagram shows you all these really pretty pictures but leaves out a lot of it. We want you to be able to see that too. Yep. Even if it's not making the highlight reel, your day will have those moments as well. What might it look like? Yeah, I think you summed it up when you said it. we're just trying to help you set your expectations. Next one, are you comfortable around them? Do they remind you mm. of the people that you get along with? Oh my God, I've Do said you, this so it, many times it, today. It, and this comfortable thing is just like, it's it's a big deal. Ashley touched on this at the very beginning of the episode, but you do spend the most time with your photographer out of all of your vendors. You are with them. You're with them uh, when you're putting, probably they're going to see you without makeup and without your hair you know, done. Uh, you're you're going to be with them and they're going to be around you in some of the most intimate moments of your day. If you have a moment with your father, if you do a first look, if you're reading your vows with your fiance, like Lara and I are always honored whenever we get to be there and we're the only people with a private valve renewal. This is like the most raw and special moment that we get to experience. And we're just so honored. Not everyone gets to experience that during the day. But imagine if we didn't have the emotional intelligence or know how to be able to like, and we just made it uncomfortable. We were awkward. We made it about us or we moved them. They're reading their things and we go up, 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 up. Can I just move you over here? The lights like mm. way better. Can you just stop that? You know, like, you make me cringe. Yeah, I know. I'm sure it's happened. I I'm know. sure it's happened. 
comfort Guys, is a big this deal. This is such a real problem. This is such a real problem. If you could just see me right now, I'm like she's, losing she's my She's like, mind. yeah, I know. I can see, I can see the stress building up in you. Like, I can't. I think my face is getting red because I'm just like thinking of all the times. And this is not a jab against all videographers at all, but I feel like a lot of times it happens with newer videographers because they just don't know. And they work so, like, it's a lot of times when videographers are working solo. Photographers can work solo, I think, a little better than videographers can, just given the nature of their job. Mm-hmm. And, like, I can kind of, like, fudge some things and, like, make yeah. it work. And But video, you need, There's like, There's less room moment. for error, man. Exactly. So I see it in newer ones, and they're like, hey, um, yeah, what, will you stop reading that real quick? And, um, okay, oh, my gosh, we just had a really bad one. I wasn't there. Justin and Ashley were. That's my husband and my business partner. And so they, for those of you that maybe have not made this connection, again. so for those of you that may have not made this connection, oh, Chris, our service is bad at the moment. It'll, it'll catch it? back up. Okay. It'll catch back up. Okay. Um, for so those I'm going to tell you, you the story really quick. Go for Hopefully it. Hopefully you can hear me. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. That was a fun little moment. Okay. So Ashley and Justin are doing this wedding and it is a beautiful day. They have each other. There's this new videographer. And again, it's always these new videographers. They had to do this first it was like a first look or a letter or something again i wasn't there yeah and they had to read like this photographer videographer excuse me made them say like take one and then they'd start reading and then they're like when you finish reading i want you to say okay done and then look back up at me and then he's like okay do that again and read it again and this time like take two and like all of these things that just made it feel i just oh, remember justin no. and ashley saying it felt so choreographed and stiff like they couldn't live in their emotions oh uh, i'm telling you that's why i'm getting so stressed out thinking about this because you're right those moments where it's like you're kind of working with someone who hasn't been doing it for a while maybe this is like i don't want to freak people out man <laughs> no i don't want to freak people out either but it comes just with these very, are the these very, are definitely the rare Yes. Like they are not every wedding. I would say that there are a handful of weddings every year to where I run into working with a vendor or hear stories about a vendor that it's like, yeah, man, if we just would have known that this is how they were, you know, maybe it is sometimes people just book a photographer and they never even talk to them at all. I think it boils down to the emotional intelligence, like you were saying. Right. Like for you guys, you guys are very well established in the city very well established people know what they're going to get from you you're consistent you've been doing this for a long time and so people they already know your personality you guys show up in your feeds they know what they're going to get from you they know who you are and so they don't mind booking you um without meeting you because they yeah, feel we, like they know you a yeah, lot of that happens all photographers time. maybe they're not showing up in their feeds maybe they're only posting once or twice a month and they never are in their stories. And so people don't feel like they know them. And so how are you going to know if you jive with them or not? Um, if you've never spoken, like if they're not showing up in, in their feeds and you know who they are, then you do need a phone call. You do need yeah. to meet with them. You do need to FaceTime with them or something like that. Yeah. Cause there's nothing wrong with them not showing up in their feed. They have a life, like they got to yes. run their business the way that they can make it happen. And there's a fact, variety of reasons in that. However, yes. Chris has a good point if you don't feel like you know who they are, if you don't feel like you know how they present themselves, they're still not, we're not saying don't book them, not even kind of. Nope. It just deserves a meeting. Like, yes. let's let's meet. Let's see. What are you like? I want to know, do we jive? Do we have a good conversation? And then do you chances like are, gallery? Chances are you will probably connect with them and like them. Yeah. I mean, th- that is it's probably few, the majority. It's few horror stories. that, and That's what I was like, oh, I feel like I'm going to scare people. 
these are so few, but it's just to it's enough. Dry, dry it's enough the- to to make us want to bring it up. Let's be honest. Yes. Everyone is a photographer. Everyone. <laughs> Seriously, I'm gonna rant a little bit about this. You know what I hate? What? I hate whenever someone is looking for a photographer. And they say, hey, do you know any uh, of anyone who is cheap and good that can take our wedding fo- wedding photos on cheap our wedding day? Good. Okay, not even like, yes, cheap and good, though. It's like they cancel be- each other out. They're an oxymoron. They don't exist. No, cheap and good. What's, like, and what, what is good to you? Right. Like, do something more measurable than good. Don't ask. Okay, here's a better way to ask that. I'm not just going to complain about that. Do you know of any photographers... Uh, who are within this price range. And then you can be the de- the determining factor of whether or not they're good because you'll go look at their work. Yep. It's it's better for you to ask, do you know any photographer? Like anytime I see someone who says, and there's there might be these groups that exist where you're from, they're local community groups that people, they're like wedding, where they're searching for wedding vendors. Mm-hmm. And most of my couples, very rarely do I get tagged in them. But when I do get tagged in them, it's like, a family friend that knows I do photos or something like that. And right, I'm like, Oh, same. don't tag me in this cheap and good because I'm, I'm not $500. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. What does their cheap mean? What does it, their cheap mean? It could mean anything. It could so, be anything. When you go to ask, cause these are really good resources because somebody will be able to be like, Ooh, my friend worked with these people. This was their budget. Or like, if you have a higher budget, like, Hey, I'm looking for a photographer within this budget. Ooh, but then you go into the problem that if you do have a higher budget and you go into those groups, you're going to get like the, the cheaper ones that are going to comment and then it's going to waste your time. But rain, putting that budget range in that group. Well then, really- but then they can, then they can put together what we found, what like the resources we've given them. They can request to see full gallery. They can go follow them on social media. They can, they can look at all of these things. And so I think they would be more equipped to be able to handle the swarm of seagulls that will be <laughs> like <laughs> diving in on them because you right. ask that once and it goes on for days, 200, <laughs> 300 plus comments of <laughs> getting like recommendations and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But cheap and good. And there's another one that won't like one that won't break the bank, like a affordable photographer doesn't cost an arm and a leg. And I'm like, excuse me. Don't that's rude. Don't be rude. Yeah. Yeah. A, it is a little rude. Wouldn't you say? Doesn't no, cost I mean, I think, leg. well, here's what it does. Is it, Ugh, it, I take that offensively. <laughs> yeah, no. I, and I think I do too at some points, but what it does is that people just don't realize they think it's literally just taking a photo. When you are paying a photographer, you're not just paying for a photographer, like someone that's literally there taking your photos. You're paying for someone who also, honestly, uh, who is a really good photographer, who is going to do anything that they can all day to serve you, no matter what it is, because they are with you the most. Like we try to make sure that we, um, we try to make sure that we are constantly sending couples, uh, making sure that they have water, making sure that they... Um, are hydrated, that they just have everything mm-hmm. that they need. Good experience. That's yes. a really good experience. Yeah, Chris has a really good point. And I want to bring up a post that I actually saw this morning. And this can, I feel like we're on this point of full, full gallery and we're kind of all over the place going back to budget. I know a lot of this goes to budget. If you're somebody listening to this, you have to consider it. Like it just has to be something that's considered. So we continue to hit on it. But here is something to consider. How many times did I just say consider? A lot. Uh, uh, multiple. It's, it's okay. Fine. It's going to be fine. Sorry, guys. So what the customer sees, price, $100. What the small business owner sees, 
price, $100 minus the cost of goods, like the cost of an album, the cost Mm -hmm. of giving money to a second shooter, the time it took to make the product, photographing the wedding, editing the Mm -hmm. wedding, packaging the supplies, subscriptions that your photographer or vendor needs to run their business. Client management software. How you get your galleries. Those all cost money. Their website. Um, time spent taking photos of the product, editing the photos, posting to social medias and their site, gas money to get to your wedding. The cost of this is just small business. So I'm just going to read it. Cost of sewing notions. I don't know what that means. Time responding to emails, DMS, (laughs) keeping up with social medias, compensating for flawed products, cost of business cards, hang tags, labels, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So those are all the things. There's so much that goes into it. Yeah, more than that, but I just thought that was funny that I saw that this morning. Most wedding photographers spend, they spend the least amount of time actually photographing things. Like, mm-hmm. it's so much, it's responding to emails. It's responding, to, you know, to uh, keeping up with already couples that you've booked. It's uh, helping map out timelines. You know, it's it's so, 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 so answering questions, reassuring, you know, couples. You know, it, There's so much that goes into it. Um, that it's not just the photo thing, which would also make sense as to why you want to know that you're comfortable around them. If they're getting annoyed and they're short with you and you've only asked two questions, that's a big deal. Like if you don't feel like you can approach them and ask them questions, you're like in only in the talking stages. So how are you going to feel if you have loads and loads of loads of questions and you don't even feel comfortable approaching them to ask them these questions? That's a really, really good point. Well, and on that, this is one of the other things too, that's going to be on your downloadable question guide is do they remind you of the people you get along with also? So the reason that we ask that question is if they remind you of somebody that you like and like one of your friends, you're probably going to like them Yes. And you're probably going to feel comfortable with them. Their personality is going to start showing in this regard. And that like their personality is a really good point. And Chris talked about this way earlier at the the beginning of the episode. Their personality, they're going to be around you all day. Do you feel comfortable around them? Are they like your friends? Could they be your friend? Could they be your friend? I like that. Could they be your friend? And for some people, some people may go, I don't need them to be my friend. I just need them to take my photos. That's okay. As long as yep. you can be around them. Some people are like, no, like, yeah, I want someone that I'm going to connect with on that level. Then you, then you know that that's important. And if that's not shining through, if none of their, if they've never talked about having friendships with their couples or building relationships or any of that stuff, and that is important to you, then I totally just blinked. <laughs> and if that is important to you and you're, and you're <laughs> seeing that, then great. That's probably a good fit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think that is a very underrated part of choosing your photographer, but it's going to keep a lot of stress away because you feel comfortable to talk to them. Your people feel comfortable to talk to them. Yeah, I'm going to give one more example and scenario. Let's say that your bridal party is rowdy. They are rowdy AF and they like to party and they like to just have a good time and there's nothing wrong with that. But let's say you hire uh, this timid photographer who is not outspoken, who is very, even just on a volume level, quiet, um, very, very sweet, very nice, kind person, but they just cannot command a room, then that might not be the best fit for your 26-person bridal party. 
It's yes. something to consider. It really is yes. something to consider. Now, maybe, you know, you ask them about this. Hey, I have a 26-person bridal party, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, oh, yeah, I've dealt with a 30-person bridal party before. Here are the galleries. Here's what that's looked like. And hopefully they can reassure you. Um, I don't ever want to just disqualify someone. I would love it for somebody to approach me with potential questions that they have so that I have the opportunity to give my side of it and share what I'm thinking and, and that kind of thing too. How so I, I would handle it. How I would handle it. Yeah. Because just because you have a question or have noticed something, it shouldn't disqualify someone, but you should ask that question. Yeah. I completely agree. I think those are all really good points. Just remember what's their personality like? Are you going to drive with it? How would you describe you and it, Ashley? You guys are both uh, different. So you kind of have as a, t- as a business, I hear or like this your a lot personalities. From other people. Yeah. We are spunky, bubbly, outgoing, and excitable. That is something that we are. I am spunky. I am outgoing, but I'm also chill. Like I I take on a lot more chill role. I can kind of be more on the back and go more documentary. And also I'm very deep. So like I have very deep personal conversations with my couples. It just happens. Like they like open up to me about everything. And that's just kind of the personality that I have where Ashley is like an entertainer. She's outgoing. She's bubbly. She's yes. super excitable. Yeah. And she can command a room like it's nobody's business. So when we have rowdier groups, it makes more sense for them to be with her. And if it's like more intimate, it makes more sense to be with me. I lead with my heart. She leads with like legit entertainment. She's the most entertaining, hilarious person. Oh my I know. gosh. I know. I love watching her reels. She, Which she you guys had? So did you? I saw your reel blow up with her changing her outfit. How do you, how'd you know that that blew up? By the way, because, because I could tell the comments and likes on it. Chris, it out of nowhere, it is at thirty seven thousand views. Oh my! All of a gosh. sudden, like it, it was like sitting at around ten thousand, which you were really excited about. And then, literally, like three days after we posted it, and like it went dead, like people stopped like viewing it. All of a sudden, it just started climbing. So one girl reshared it, and I sent her a message, and I said, can you please tell me where you saw this? Because I cannot figure out what's happening with this yeah. thing. And she said that it was just on her Explore page, like her Reels page. So for wow. some reason, Instagram decided to push that one, and it, was it has 1,200 likes and 140 comments. But you I don't, see, it's crazy. You even see that, and you're just like, oh my gosh, she's so entertaining. I saw that, and I was like, this is Ashley. Like All of her mannerisms, her faces, your little finger gun things she's doing like it's just so yeah she's great she's the most adorable human ever i 100 percent agree so people are very lucky when they have her i obviously adore her yeah so our personalities are that's what our personality is and i do feel like you get that from our instagram you can tell kind of what we are i'm gonna have conversations with you i'm more of a talker ashley's like no we're not gonna conversate but i am gonna make you laugh and if you make me laugh i love you even more like that's kind of how she rolls what about you so i mean the thing that i get the most often is that um, people feel comfortable around us. They do feel comfortable. They feel like they have fun, like they laugh. Um, And and this is also kind of a side note. So we'll get authentic, uh, relational, um, fun, um, professional. Like that's one that we've, because we try to like toe the line to, to where we can do all those things, but we're professional. But do you remember that? So I made a post about like drinking beer with our couple mm-hmm. and like loving to mm-hmm. drink, drink with them. So since then, oh my, and I've met with like, I think four couples since that post. This was like two weeks ago. And um, 
all of them have mentioned like, oh, we saw your post, by the way. We definitely want you to have a beer with us. And I've even had other couples who had already booked me and they're like, hey, just so you know, you're drinking with us on that day. So it's like these are mm-hmm. all things that like it it lets us know we're on brand where we are who we are. Couples that like to have alcohol and like to drink or, or even just into craft beers. Like I'm not take, talking about taking shots like I love IPAs and stouts and stuff like that. So people know that they know what they're getting from us. They know what they're walking into and they want that. Like I would imagine that we're going to start to see a downtick in people who don't want that. And that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. There is a photographer that is out there for people who don't want that for their, from Mm -hmm. their photographer. Mm -hmm. Well, that's like, I don't drink with my couples, but that's, that's just me. That's because I'm an alcoholic. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, that's right. No, but there is. But I just also just don't post. It's not that I don't, because I always get asked to. But I just like I'm I a could freak totally about, see people like begging you guys to drink all day. They do, they do. And Justin, he will take a drink immediately when they ask. I am like, I've been this way since I was little. I'm like, ooh, if I've had one drink and I drive and I get pulled over, I might get a DUI, even though I'm not drunk. So I'm not going to do it. I'm like freaking weird like that. Yeah. I'm a rule follower. <laughs> it's the rule follower thing. It's yeah. the rule follower in me. But so that you have a really good point. I mean, it's it's great. I love it. And I love that your couples are connecting. And that's the reason that I think that you, if you're following your photographer, photographer you're looking at, pay attention to what they're posting on Instagram. Pay attention yeah. to what they're saying in their stories, what they're saying in their posts, because you might find things like Chris sharing that he loves to share a beer with a couple at the reception. And they're like, you jive with that. You're like, hell yeah. yeah. Like, let's do it. Let's bond, bro. You know? Yeah. Let's do it. Legit. So ultimately, this ties down to our final question to ask yourself. This is the biggest one, honestly, I think. And I think even the la- it goes into Chris having a beer. Like, <laughs> trust your gut. If your gut says, I'm going to be so such good friends with this dude. Yeah. Trust your gut. Ultimately, at the end of the day, when you hop on the phone with them, if they're giving you a kind of funky vibe and mm-hmm. like it's not that it's scammy it's just you're not vibing conversation may not be flowing very easily it yeah. felt very forced trust your gut's telling you something and that just might not be personality wise the person for you and again you may not care about that you may not care about the personality but just trust whatever your intuition is telling you yeah for sure i mean the, there's lots of science that's been done on the gut brain connection and how even your gut knows things before your brain does and that it's it's like a real thing i think you would find it fascinating ashley like if you ever You're were to look into like me. i'm like writing like it down research um there's a yeah i've re- even read of lots of books that have to do with like mental health and things like anxiety and depression and things like that being tied to your gut health um and and things like that and and how there's even like psychiatrists that are beginning to experiment not experiment there has been research that's been done with pro- providing or prescribing um prescription probiotics to begin to help with gut health and oh like the connection. Gosh. Yeah. It's, it's, I've read a book about it. It's really, really, really interesting. Um, but anyways, your gut literally, there's something scientific that it can know things before your brain knows them. So when you get that funny feeling that people talk about, they're like, oh, I just got this feeling like, trust that do not deviate. Go with that. If you feel like, man, you know what? Like everything's here. Like they're giving us the second shooter. They're giving us, this is in our price point. I like their style. Every, all the boxes, like it's green lights. But I have this funny feeling that we shouldn't do it. Listen to that. It it yep. probably won't make sense, but just trust it. You know, 
this is a little bit of a caveat, but it still all has to do with gut. The I saw a TikTok. <laughs> Ashley sent it to me. She was like, you are going to love this. And it was like, you know those butterflies that you get when you meet somebody? You, you yes. know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. The butterflies that you get when mm-hmm. you meet somebody. Like, take yourself back to like high school. And you meet somebody, you get these nervous butterflies. And you're like so excited. You're like, oh my gosh, I got the butterflies. Yeah. Butterflies are your legitimately... I haven't actually researched this. This is just from TikTok. <laughs> I'm like legit. I'm like, wait, well, this is just a TikTok fact. But they, it's very they, interesting. they said your butterflies are actually your gut's intuition of telling you you're anxious. This is bad. This is toxic. What? It's just toxic. So it's more of a lustful relationship versus Whoa. like a calm safe feeling so if it's a good thing and it's not like toxic which if i think of all the people in times that i've had butterflies it's kind of been toxic like my husband i didn't have that butterfly feeling i had and if you did i'm so sorry to like shatter no. your world no, well, kidding, i didn't have it <laughs> i i didn't have it with justin it was more of like i feel like i can tell him anything You're our like, conversations flowing like dude, crazy I'm still recording Do you, oh dad's getting mad <laughs> i need you to stop this is what happens when you work from home, you guys. Sorry, Sterling. I had to mute myself. He was throwing. You didn't. I didn't. No. I thought I, I hit mute. I Mike. said Chris has to go be dad. <laughs> I I hit mute, so you can still hear me when I do this. No. If wait, do it now. I did it. You did it. Yeah. Is this muted? No. <laughs> it. I literally clicked mute mic on this Even, sure mic. Setup. What What about on your mic, mic? Well, no, then I have to do like that two button thing. Well, let me see. Hold on. Okay. It's Sorry. not working. Like, My mute's not working. So everyone heard all of that. Everyone heard you get really mad at Sterling and say, I'm still recording. Well, I'll probably just leave that in there because it's real. I mean, it was, I said Chris has to go be a dad. So guys, sorry, Chris wasn't muted, but you're welcome. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't remember I was what, like, oh, butterflies. Yeah, we're talking about butterflies. butterflies. Yeah. So Justin and I, I didn't have butterflies with him. I actually felt like I could just like talk, 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 talk. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's actually, it's not butterflies. It's literally anxiety. It's and like it's this like flight you. mode, like get out, yep. not good. Whoa. Yeah, it's and not. So, oh my gosh. I'm, I'm going to so be like so interested in when someone's like, oh my God, I had the butterflies and I knew that was it. And your body's like picking up on things that's like vibes or whatever. That's like, this is not good. Uh-huh. That's freaking mind blowing. I know. So trust your gut, you guys. So to sum this up, because this has been like very, we have gone kind of all over the place, but with the point we've of stayed within the topics though, we've just kind yes. of gone back and referenced. They're all tied back all and connected. forth. Yeah, they are. But we just want to give you like different examples of things that can come up, things to look for, things that we've seen. And like we've said a few times, but a major freaking disclaimer is like, this is a lot of the like horror stories is 100% the minority. Like I can think of a handful of them and they stick out because they're horror stories. So they stick out, but there's so many more good things that have occurred. And so many people are happy with what they receive. This is not to scare you. This is just to prepare you. And so you feel like you're making the most educated decision and you're not walking into it like, oh my God, their Instagram feed is amazing. I'm booking them. Yes, yes. That's it. We're just trying to help you set your expectations is what all of this stuff is. Yeah. And all of these questions, we are going to have in a downloadable PDF on your show notes. So you can just reference it, reference it with your fiance, kind of keep it as a screenshot on your phone. So whenever you're looking for your photographer, you can ask yourself these questions with everybody and remind yourself, what are my priorities? What percentage of my budget will go to photography? 
What are other people saying about them? What's their, rep- their reputation? Excuse me. Have you seen their full gallery? Are you comfortable around them? And what does your gut say? Those are the six questions. I think I read seven, but two of them go together. There's six questions that you're going to pay attention to. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, hopefully this will help get you and point you in the right direction. You know, we're all about wanting to help you de-stress. And we really think that by you beginning to ask these questions, it will help you um, point you in the right direction so that you can book a photographer and feel good about it and not second guess, not question, not any of that stuff. So that's our goal in all of this is to just prepare you so that you can set expectations so that you're not stressed and that you're not disappointed. Good way to sum it up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us. We always want to direct you to our socials, man. If you are not following us on Instagram, we want to encourage you to do that at the bridal breakdown. Um, go ahead and if you are liking what you are hearing, let us know. Shoot us a message. Uh, leave us a review. We will read these things on air. We'll let you guys know whenever uh, someone is liking what they're saying and we'll just be sharing all that. So feel free to review, um, subscribe, all of that goodness. We're on Facebook now. You can go follow us on Facebook um, and just do all of the social things, all of that stuff. Ashley, you got anything else you want to add? I'm just making a boomerang. No, I don't. I'm really excited. I'm always excited. Follow us at the Bridal Breakdown. Talk to us. Let's have conversation. And we will see you next week. Yes. You guys have a fantastic week. Bye-bye. See ya.